Hello and welcome to the United States of Soccer, the number one soccer podcast that covers everything from the Premier League, Major League Soccer, and United Soccer League. On this gorgeous, I think it's going to be rainy, but gorgeous Tuesday, April 4th, year of our Lord, 2023, we will go over all the drama from this past weekend's Premier League action, along with covering everything from the MLS and USL. Before we get into that, introductions are in order. My name is Michael Willis, at Carefree Willis on Twitter, and I support Chelsea, Detroit City FC, and St. Louis. I am joined by a man hailing from Johnson City, Tennessee, a Liverpool and Nashville SC fan. He is at Brian Mitchell on Twitter. Brian, what's up, dude? How's it going, man? It's going uh, not great. Rounding out this three-man booth, (laughs) the most important person here. The director, producer, head editor, NYCFC, and Manchester City fan. You can find him on Twitter, at ProducerAlex23. He is always, he's he's never not. Mm. That's the same thing, yeah. All right. He is never not <laughs> producing podcasts. Alex, what's up, dude? What's up? What's up? Can I tell you guys something? I would love love that, yeah. My weekend started on a Friday, like everybody else. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The I am a uh, if you didn't get it from the intro I am a Detroit sports fan mm, okay, I am a new. Chelsea fan Wow okay. I'm a Detroit City FC fan There you are and I'm a St Louis fan St Louis SC There you go That's good clarification On Friday the Pistons lost to the Rockets Womp womp At the same time the Red Wings lost to Winnipeg Womp womp Terribly on Saturday Terribly yeah. On Saturday Tigers lose. 12-1 to Tampa oh, Bay. Oh, my word. Chelsea lost to Villa. Oh, Detroit right. City FC lost to Rio Grande Valley. And the night capped off Saturday with St. Louis losing to Minnesota. Today, we record on a Sunday, the Tigers have already lost to the Tampa Bay Rays again. Bump. And as we're recording, the Wings play Toronto. Mm. Probably going to get smacked. Oh, yeah, going to get smacked. And the Pistons play the Magic. So right now, I, the last thing I want to wow, talk dude. about is sports. You the last have. thing I want to do is <laughs> talk about You have about had sports. a rough weekend. All of bro. my sports suck, huh, boys? Yeah, yeah mine was good. pretty good, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, good for you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Rangers clinching playoff spot. We, NYCFC wins. Yeah. Oh, that, that is shocking, but good. <laughs> I think Manchester City won. NYC, Sorry, Manchester yeah, City New York won. tied. Manchester oh, City Oh, yeah, won. wow, cool. They, they drew, yeah. Brian um, had an iffy weekend. Yeah, I was fifty-fifty. How are the Braves doing? Uh, Braves lost today to the Nationals, but they won. The, but they they won two out of three games though, so oh, okay. just take took the series. Yeah. Nationals suck. Yeah, they're awful. Yeah, they're terrible. We should go to a baseball game this we year. We should. Uh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Set it in stone. We'll have boots on the ground. Um, <laughs> apologies. I had. We were planning on dropping a bonus episode on Thursday. I had to work. I live in Richmond, Virginia. Had to work in Maryland. Westminster, Maryland. Shout out if you're from there. Uh, that place is so boring. But I had to work up there <laughs> for three days this past week. Could not get on the uh, recording. I told Brian and Alex they can do it without me. They said to hell with that. Appreciate you boys big time because I do want to be there for this. We are going to re-record next week on Monday. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes we are. A week so from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. Not um, well. So you'll hear this on a Tuesday. Uh not this Thursday, but next Thursday, we will have a bonus episode with a that former West Ham player. The 13th. The yeah. 13th of April. April. That's what month it is. We will have a bonus episode with a former West Ham player. So if you're a West Ham fan, tune into that. 
What's his name? His name is Andrew Wells. Hilariously, I said, what's his name? Leaned away from the mic so the mic wouldn't pick it up. I was not far away enough, so you definitely heard that. Oh, no, 100%. Andrew Wells, <laughs> shout out, man. I uh, Apologies, that's all my, it's my fault that I could not uh, that I could not make it. Can't wait to have you on, man. This is going like, to be even awesome. If, even if your mic didn't pick it up, pretty sure mine did. That's Yeah, that so was uh, not like great by into me. my mic. So. Hilarious little moment right there. You want to talk about soccer, Brian? I mean, I would like to do that. I don't know if you want to, but I'm in. Not really. I mean, we're going to kick it off with Manchester City dominating Liverpool Actually, never 4-1. Can, yeah. We yeah that's what I thought. That's oh, what we thought, are? Right. Okay, what's up? What's so up? Is, this, is this over? Alex, you want to talk about soccer? Um, uh, yeah. Wants to. I do. That was... um. It was a bad game for the in the first half for City, and then a yeah, good game in the second half, and that's yeah. about how it goes. Yeah, that is true. You ain't kidding. You Brian? Yes, sir. 4-1. <laughs> I was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian did not have boots on the ground. <laughs> I was Brian at was the game. I was on my couch watching. <laughs> Brian, Brian, just... Brian was watching. Brian, how do you feel about that, man? I just feel like I knew it was coming. So, it's. I mean, the first half, watching that game, first half, it, it first half is how I thought the game was really going to go. So, Liverpool scored. I was like, okay, cool, because sometimes they tend to shock. I was like, when they play the bigger, when they play, you know, uh, better teams. I was like, cool, this is great. And then when when City tied it, I was like, ugh. I was like, I could just feel the momentum shift. And so I kind of knew at that point, I was like, we're going to be lucky to keep a draw. But then I just kept seeing Man City over and over, just like in the, like putting shot after shot. And I was like, they're just going to score again. So we're not going to win. And then, yeah, second half they came out and they just destroyed. So it's not that shocking. City are super duper good. And the Norwegian robot was on the bench <laughs> getting his uh, software upgrades. His so, yeah. um, but man, Kevin De Bruyne. There's a thug. Um, Man City, we're all thugs. So not a shocking result. Honestly, good on Man City. They crushed and they, they deserved it. It was a fun game at first to watch because it was it was back and forth it, in the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And then I, I even I started to kind of like not pay as much attention when it was like. I was yeah, like, I almost turned it off yeah, early, so. honestly, in the second half because I was like, well, we're not coming back from, from three. When it was 3-1, I was like, okay, I'm kind of done. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure Liverpool had a moment to jump all the way into fourth. They are now sitting at eighth. We'll go through the table mm, rundown once we that. get done with all the games. But yeah. not uh, – I had this as a draw. Yeah, you were so, wrong, dude. I was you wrong. Were, uh, I was very much wrong. Uh, I thought that Liverpool were going to put up more of a next time. Fight. Can you predict a City win? Got you. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Don't you worry about it. Cool. I think this just. I think this all boils down to Liverpool have a, just an awful midfield. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, it just it was pretty evident that like in that game where it's like okay, like you just see that yeah they they need some work. They just need that overhaul this summer. Yeah, I agree. It's a it's a strange one, right? Because you don't. You're looking at that Liverpool team and you're thinking it's enough to get I'll say this as politely as I can. If Harvey Elliott is starting in your midfield against City, and not no disrespect to him at all. He's a uh he's a solid player, one for the future for sure. But yeah. this Liverpool midfield needs uh needs something. They need they need a revamp for sure, man. Without question. Getting a lot of guys back from injury, but Yeah, which is nice, but they're just and it was so like it was a little shocking to me at first um to not see like Nunez in yeah. the starting lineup. Um but I guess I think he ended up like missing a couple days of practice due to like a slight like foot or ankle like just irritation injury. Um so he came on the second half, but um I feel like I don't know. I just feel like he um could have made something happen maybe early on just because he's just r- real good at running in behind the fences so what's up with Fabinho man um you Rough know season for him it's yeah what what's what's funny about that is I've always thought 
that Fabinho is a little odd. Like he just like whenever I watched him, I never I, I don't not like him, but I've never been like a huge a huge like diehard fan of him because yeah. I'm always like he just seems he seems like real. That's funny as it sounds. He seems real like lanky, and he seems like he like doesn't fully know how to control his limbs as funny as that sounds to me i'm always like dude you're always like boofing the ball and i'm like what's what's going on with this guy so yeah he's had a weird season he's just he's definitely has like lost a couple steps he's not that bad it's weird man i thought uh i thought when you guys got konate i thought that was going to be a solid i did too partner with van dyke fine yeah i did too i thought i was like, I was like this guy's the missing piece on yeah. defense yeah robertson looks weird right now yeah it's just the whole i don't want to point it. it's not really one player's fault. no 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 i don't think so either i think it's i mean just a I don't know. Culmination of a lot of things. Weird Again, season. I think it is a weird season in general. A couple of the guys are kind of aging out of, um, I think, kind of like Klopp's system and of how he plays, and they can't really keep up anymore. So that's why I think it's about time for it. Boils down to that midfield. You got to replace yeah, yeah, yeah. all three of the midfield right yeah, now. If not, the only one that you would have faith in right now is Fabinho because you've seen him do it before. Correct. He's not old, old. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you're not. You're, you're looking at Harvey Elliott as a guy that's for the future. He should become up the bench. Jordan Henderson is just not the same player he was. Fabinho could be there, and you get two more. I mean, Bellingham's definitely top of the list. You're gonna go after. You're gonna get Mason Mount. You seeing all those rumors? I no, actually, I haven't. I didn't know that. Well, actually, no, I did. I did yeah. see something about that. Actually, that would be interesting. It would be interesting. Um, Press as well uh, would probably fit into the Liverpool system. Yeah. I mean, Jurgen Klopp has played Chelsea. We've I mean, Chelsea and, and and Liverpool have played quite a bit of games the past yeah. couple of years outside of the Premier League. So, he's he's definitely a player that uh, uh, Jurgen Klopp knows. No clue if he's actually going to leave or not. But yeah. that's that's in the midfield. Regardless of who comes in, the midfield needs up. I mean, dude, if we got if you got bringing a Bellingham and a Mason Mount, good gosh, that'd be huge. But I don't know if that I don't I don't know I don't think I see that happening. Interesting for Liverpool right now. On to Man City though. Time to. Uh, Time to stop putting Jack Grealish's name with Romelu Lukaku. Okay. This guy was yeah. fucking unreal the whole Yeah, he game. was real good. He's been playing well the past this, this whole season. It's weird, right? Because, like, what do you think, Brian? Like, you get bought for $100 million. And I think everybody looks at that as, like, Neymar. And, and, and yeah. I'm trying to think of another pl- another big-time player, like Messi or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, or Gareth Bale. But it's yeah. not – like, Jack Grealish has never been a 15-20 goal scorer. No. Like, I, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't have put Jack Grealish's name alongside, like, no. the $100 million, exactly. like, dollar people. It's yeah. time it, – you know, it's not, it's not his fault in, in a way of how much money was spent on him. But this guy is good. And there's too many times you put that $100 million price tag on his actual ability. His ability is legit. This guy is very good. And he ran that game all game long. Kevin De Bruyne should be playing for Chelsea. I hate watching this guy play for City. <laughs> oh, man. This, I is, know. this is miserable. Every That's time he plays phenomenal like he did, every time he jumps to I a know. world-class level, level, it breaks my heart. Is it weird for you like to watch like players like KDB and like uh, like Sala, for instance, as well? Like these like former Chelsea players who like they just kind of like like oh okay whatever let's just get rid of them and then they go on and like do these crazy things is it like I don't know is it tough for you to watch that or is it like you yeah don't care? existing is the hardest part yeah of life. yeah yeah okay, it okay. just really is man cool, cool, cool. it's uh it's I get a, that I mean because yeah, yeah, yeah it's a miserable time right now City though after this win have a game in hand over Arsenal that's that's huge that is huge April 26 Brian that's when Manchester City and Arsenal play <laughs> I'm excited that's gonna that. be a big game uh, again this this Manchester City this was a good game in the first half second half it was all city. Oh, 110 percent. They dominated from the moment they conceded. Absolutely, they dominated. It was awesome. Did you see Jack Grealish's um, post-match interview? I did. 
this was awesome. All right, so if you guys haven't seen it, go check out our Twitter at US of Soccer Show. We're on Instagram as well. At yeah, whoever US runs our Twitter Show. is a pretty pretty, pretty awesome guy. I know, pretty big jerk. So, yeah. so <laughs> Jack Grealish had a had an interview. They asked him what was said at halftime to get the, that result out of the boys, and Jack Grealish said, "I don't know. I had to use the toilet. I'm not really sure what was said." <laughs> this guy's awesome. This guy's awesome. That was hilarious. This guy stuff. Is so funny, man. That was really funny. Good on Man City. They're gonna have. They have a game in hand now. That April 26th game against Arsenal is gonna be interesting. If they win that game. And they keep this form up uh, until that point. They could be on this. They could take this from eight points back to two points back, which is that's going to put massive pressure Dude, on Arsenal. Crazy. City's next game is at Southampton, who are looking awful, and Liverpool's next game is at home to Arsenal. How you feeling, Brian? Against Arsenal, <laughs> that's going to be a time. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's how I that's feel. Right. That's going to be a time. Let's move on, please. Surprise result of the weekend. Bournemouth beat Fulham 2-1. I texted Brian before kickoff of this game. Wait a second. That's not Liverpool's next game. Liverpool plays Chelsea on Tuesday. That is correct. <laughs> I just remembered that. That is correct. I have not that's a in. That's a Premier League game, right? I, it is. I it meant is. to say this at the beginning. I When I was looking up the games, I skipped ahead to the... To the next weekend. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I'm watching the games this weekend, they yeah. keep saying games that are coming up. I'm like, that's not that's not right. Like, that's, that's not, not right. right. What are they talking about? Uh, so I will shut up the rest of this time because I'm pretty <laughs> sure all of my info here is wrong. But yes, Liverpool and Chelsea play on Tuesday, I think. Yeah, or Wednesday. Actually, yeah, it's... Uh, how long do I have it right here? Uh, Monday... Tu- Tuesday at 3, yep. Tuesday at 3 p.m. Yes, awesome. Sir. Can't wait for that. That's going to be awful. I probably won't talk to Brian after that. Yeah, most likely we won't text that day or anything. Yeah, yeah. Not. I'm going to be fanning the fire for sure. I'm excited for that, that whole entire game. Yeah, I'm I know you Delete are. my <laughs> entire phone. He's just, gonna, he's just going to delete his phone. Yeah, <laughs> delete it. Just going to send it out into, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good joke. I can't figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. Soccer yeah, sucks right now. This is going to be a, a hell of an edit job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good luck, Alex. Good luck. Let's move on. Surprise result of the weekend. Bournemouth beat Fulham 2-1. I texted Brian before kickoff of this game. Usually, if you haven't, if you don't know by now, Brian and I text each other before the games and find out which ones we're going to watch. Um, this was one that I texted Brian and I said, uh, this game does not matter because Fulham are going to dominate. Couldn't have been more wrong. And <laughs> I should have... I should have listened to myself in the past couple of weeks as Brian and I have been saying this Bournemouth team can get a we, win. I know. We literally like every week talk about Bournemouth. <laughs> every single week we're saying this Bournemouth team's not bad. Like, do not count this Bournemouth team out. And then 9.30 Eastern on Saturday, I ruled this Bournemouth team out entirely. They dominated on the XG. And I know <clears throat> I coughed first. I'm off the island with Alex. Dude, honestly, I'm shocked that it wasn't me. Bournemouth. I've been holding it. Bournemouth, Bournemouth dominated this game on the XG with less possession, as you'd probably expect, because they are turning into more of like a counterattacking team right now. But they dominated this game. Fulham actually led this game off of Pereira goal at the beginning. Yeah. You wouldn't know because from that moment on, I watched the highlights of this. It was all Bournemouth. Did you see that Tavernier goal? I did. And isn't it funny, too, that we've been talking about Bournemouth, like how like, honestly, these guys are like real scrapping real good. They're going down. Like, we keep saying, like, they're going down, but they're like, they're really good. I had them uh, when I was picking my – if you haven't listened to last week's episode, Brian and I uh, predicted the final Premier League table. Go check that out. Um, I predicted that Bournemouth would not win another game the rest of the season. The very next week, they win a game against Fulham. Absolutely hilarious. This Premier League season has been – Honestly, it's been crazy. It has been crazy. From from 1 all the way down to 20, there are storylines everywhere. It's, it's nuts, honestly. It, it really It's a is. really good season. It is, man. One of the best ones we've had in a while. Marcus Tavernier, though, had a 
this go on our Twitter and go look at this strike. This strike was filthy. If he does that a hundred more times, he doesn't even come close. I promise. That's no disrespect to him. This was just that that good of a goal outside of the box, left peg, top shelf, Alex. Right where mama puts that jiff, smooth or creamy. We don't discriminate against peanut butter on this show. Hold on. I'm going to ask a real quick question, then we'll go straight to it. Just answer it, and we'll go straight to soccer. Grape or, or strawberry jam uh, or it's jelly? Grape. It's, it's grape. Okay, good. I, I Back to say, soccer. I want to say this real quick. If you eat jam, get out of America. <laughs> it's jelly all day. Grape Straw- jelly. Grape strawberry jelly. is disgusting. <laughs> Back to soccer. <laughs> Actually, never mind. We're going to have a whole show about this. <laughs> this is what we're going This to is do. what we're going to talk about. <laughs> After that, you can see how much I don't want to talk about soccer today. <laughs> After that, Tavernier 1 1 tie up. episode goal. is going to be a mess. I'm absolutely. I'm so mess. excited for this episode. <laughs> we try to, genu- I we make this joke all the time. Brian and I try to come on here with as little bias as possible. Today, it's a bit hard. <laughs> it's a bit rough, man, because our teams stink. Yeah, the Cherries, though, good on them. They get this win. Started to get a real foothold on the game to get their winner out of Dominic Solanke, Brian. Look at that. A, a player that both of you and I know very well. Indeed. After a uh, mess in the box by uh, Bern Leno for Fulham, Bournemouth jumped out of the relegation zone, deservedly so, with this win. Gary O'Neill has the boys buzzing. Fulham dropped 10th. Would be a bit of a disaster if they fell out of European competitions, right? Like, they can't do that. Yeah, Good no. season so far. Absolutely. Yeah, can't. It's interesting. Actually, I'm going to ask, uh, obviously not a Fulham fan. If you're a Fulham fan, get involved in the comments um, at our Twitter, <clears throat> at US of Soccer Show, uh, on Instagram. Let us know. Do you want European competitions? Because I feel like you should. But maybe your squad might not be big enough. Regardless, massive point for Bournemouth. Yeah. Want to talk about Arsenal? Not really, but yeah. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> All right. Yeah, good old Arsenal man. They uh, they had a game against Leeds, um, <clears throat> which it was it's a little it was a little misleading, I think, of a game because in the first half it felt like Leeds was like dominating possession and stuff, um, and then Arsenal obviously come back and win four uh, one. But it ended up being uh, at the end of the game, Arsenal ended up having sixty seven percent possession um, to Leeds thirty two percent. So a little more lopsided than I realized because it felt like in the first half Leeds had. Uh, just, I mean, they felt like they were just attacking. The no, entire, I agree. The entire first half. I I agree. That was on the that was on my computer when I was watching the other games because Brian had this one. But every time I looked down, it felt like Leeds had the ball, or yeah. at least felt like the ball was in Arsenal's. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Leeds had it for like the entire first half, and yeah, and then um, you know, obviously there was a penalty in the in the thirty fifth minute. Uh, hate that Gabriel Jesus converted to make it one zero. Um, what do you think so. about that pin? Eh. Yeah, eh is the uh, is the right. I can't. It was um, Luke Ailink who uh, you can't dive in that situation. Yeah, right? correct. Can't do it. Like I, so I, I'm not gonna. I'm not busting the ref here. If you're gonna dive in the box like that, you're giving the ref a decision to make. Yeah. But the ball was gone. Luke Ailing sticks his leg out, and I mean, it's the softest touch on his knee. Yeah. And J- you would have thought Jesus got shot out of a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. I know that's why I said and. Eh, I mean, it's like I don't know. It could have. It could have went either way, but um, but yeah, then you know whatever happened at halftime, I guess maybe all the Arsenal players just had to use the toilet, and then they came back out <laughs> in, the, in the second half, dude, and just came out firing again, had way more possession, just looked way more together, 
you know, scored three more goals. Uh, I mean, Leeds had a little consolation goal from Christensen, uh, which actually was a nice goal in the 76th minute. Uh, so 4-1, Arsenal looked great. Again, they ended up with six, 67%, uh, wow, 67% possession and uh, just looked great. I mean, Arsenal came out on all cylinders just the same as kind of City did, honestly. And what's funny is they're literally, they both were a very similar type of game, um, and they both came out to 4-1. Yeah, uh, which yeah. is kind of funny and yeah. just destroyed and Arsenal destroyed second half City destroyed the second half so yeah it seems that like uh, the international break team started out slow in the first half they got they got their foot back into it and uh, second half the, you know you could see the teams that turned it on the teams that lost its way Arsenal turned it on that second half and good on them Leeds though lose Tyler Adams for the rest of the season did you see that I did that's crazy that's a massive loss that is it's a big big loss for them that is a big loss uh, gonna be interesting for Leeds going forward in this in the rest of this season I just don't know where they're gonna score goals this Arsenal team are do still they go flying. down because like were we, we did do we just not predict that last week and now we we're like not. crap yeah maybe they are gonna go down I, mean, I, feel, I feel that way I'm laughing at my predictions I already a weekend already from one yeah. week I'm like well I was wrong uh, way wrong good on Arsenal I mean they they've like I said earlier with the City game they've kept an eight point gap up on City that April 26th game is gonna be a big game that's not a title decider in my opinion we'll see when we get there yeah, of I course agree. I agree with you. but if that if if the winner if there's a winner out of that game it, obviously it's it's gonna swing the um, you know, the favor in that yeah. team. Let's go over to the best game of the weekend, Brian. All right. Six-goal thriller, Brighton versus Brentford. I fucking Dude, love this game. It was a phenomenal game. Brentford um, scored. Brighton responded yep. three times. Brighton responded to this. Four goals in the first half, Brian. Yeah. Brighton took a firm hold on this game in the second. But for the majority, this was... I don't want to. I don't want to say it was an even game. the The first half was an even game. The second half was was a lot of Brighton. Yeah, I was gonna say. Do you know what the uh, Do you know what the ending possession came out to be? Because I was looking at it. Earlier. No, I do not. Go ahead. Um, Brighton ended up with seventy two percent possession wow. of the game. So Brent, Brentford twenty seven percent. Wow, that's actually. So, well, I, did, I did not know that. It's that was that's why it like shocked me when I looked because I was like I was like man that, and so I'm, that's why I was gonna I was gonna ask you like who really was the better team here because Brighton were the better team for sure. Right. And this, and, and, over the whole of the game, like Brighton, Brighton should team. have won that be, uh, just due to that possession but you but it felt as if for as a Brentford you know fan if, if I was a Brentford fan it would feel like you gave it away at the end we'll get to yeah. the end in a second yeah, but sure. I mean Brentford had this game three goals off of I, I knew they had I, I it felt like they had less possession of the ball because Brighton yeah. I'll get to the fullbacks right now actually just good good uh Brentford fullbacks Aaron Hickey Rico Henry I'm gonna come to Aaron Hickey in a minute but Rico Henry had a rough night mm. Aaron Hickey had a even worse night because he was getting skinned by Matoma. Oh yeah, this guy's good, dude. Matoma is good, man. Matoma's a very good player, but Aaron Hickey got skinned all game long, and eventually, unfortunately, gave up the penalty at the end. Yeah. He was trying to dive in with his shoulder, but he put his arm way out there. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I saw there was like two Brentford fans that came on to our didn't respond to him. They came on to our Twitter. I'm shocked right uh, now. Yeah, <laughs> should shout him out. Um, I don't disagree with them, but I do disagree with them, if you know what I mean. They tried to tell me that this was not a penalty. This was a stonewall penalty. <laughs> Aaron Hickey, was. it's a bit harsh on him. I get it because he's, you see what he's trying to do. But he, he's he's trying to pull – like he's literally using his arm to pull the rest of his body into the shot. And when he does that, it's right on his forearm, and it goes over the goal. It's a penalty. It's a stonewall penalty in, the, in extra time. So they were only a couple minutes away, Brentford, from taking all three points. It's a it's a well deserved point for Brighton here. Yeah, 
they they were far and away the better team. That goal was coming, but I didn't know it was coming in that way. I do want to say this though. I, I've been a big fan of Brentford all all season long. Yeah. They rely heavily on da- on David Rea or David Rea, the goalkeeper for Brentford. I'm a big fan of his. I think he's very good. Yeah. Ivan Tony and David Rea, if they leave this summer, that Brentford team's gonna look a bit different. They need to shore up defensively. They need to get bodies in. And Aaron Hickey's got he's just not he's clearly not ready. The past couple weeks, he's clearly not been ready for this level. Send him send him down or send him out on loan. Find another wing back, right back that you need. I do love this Brentford team, though. I know, man. And again, as like I asked with Fulham, I, I I'm asking Brentford and Brighton fans out there, get involved in the comments over on Twitter. I want to know, do you want European football? And if so, why? I yeah. if I'm a Brentford fan, I don't think I want European football yet. I don't think they have enough bodies. I don't think they'll do anything. And if I'm Brighton, give me that all day long. I think Brighton have the team that can actually make some noise in in, in Europe. Oh, great yeah, game. I think so. This was a great game. I, I had a lot of fun watching this one, man. We want to go into the. Uh, I, sh- I I I say the second most surprising result of the uh, the weekend. Uh, maybe it's not. Maybe it's the Chelsea one. Maybe it's Liverpool. But this one stunned me. Crystal Palace take 31 shots. Ooh, boy. And a 2-1 win versus Leicester City. We're, we're going to talk about Leicester in a second, but I want to talk about uh, this would end up being Brendan Rodgers' last match, if you don't know. He is no longer the uh, Leicester City head coach, but I want to talk about Palace first. Palace boy at 74 years old, Roy Hodgson. Comes back <laughs> to keep the club in the Premier League. I had this team becoming defensively sound because that's what you saw from Roy Hodgson two years ago. I did not have them getting many wins. I thought they were going to get a lot of draws by grinding out results. Brian, this is a, this this was this game was exactly what you and I have been talking about. With like, is Vieira a good coach? I, I'm not. This is not a shot at Vieira at all. But Roy Hodgson comes in, and you immediately see Ebereche Eze, Decore, and Joe Ward have phenomenal games. They get this win with all these shots. Yeah. Zaha went out in the 45th minute. Right. That's I mean, that I was so impressed with this with this Palace team. Don't think this is going to be standard going forward yeah. with this Palace team. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but it, and again, to your point though, like with the whole Vieira thing, it's not meant to be a shot, but it's no. like, man, you just saw an immediate difference. Immediate. And, and you're I, like, wow. Like it just but it just shows, I think, I think it just shows like the potential. That is that is within the Crystal Palace. It's team. what you and I've been saying this whole time yeah, that this absolutely. Palace team have legit, real potential and it could. Sh- and it just sh- again with Zaha going out, yeah, in the fourth, like that's. And then for them, it's still thirty-one, 31. shots. Like that's to uh, I think Leicester had three. Yeah. I want to say like something like that. It was like yeah, crazy, crazy. And it's again, it's something that Brian and I've been talking about for a couple of weeks now. That this, it's not again. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to talk about Vieira. It's this Palace team that they should be doing significantly more because they have truly talented players on this team. It's a fun team to watch, man. Ebereche Eze and Michael Elise are legit. They are legit attackers. They're fun. To be fair to Vieira, Roy Hodgson knew a lot of this team. You know, he was he oversaw them a couple years ago. So it was easier for him on that new manager bounce thing, but still 31 shots from a Roy Hodgson led team. I absolutely loved that. Let's talk about Lester. <laughs> You're right over there? Yeah. He tried to hold back Heartburn. the cough. Yeah. Oh, okay. You got some indigestion. Yeah, okay. Heartburn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought yeah, you tried to choke back a cough. No, I was not. I had a little bit of heartburn there. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Lester, Brian. 
Zero shots on target with zero XG going in at halftime. Oh, I put this on Twitter. God. Do not look at stats to judge an entire game. That's absurd. But stats are a good tool of what happens in games. I, I would I would say use stats 40% of the time, but use your eyes 60% of the time. Yeah. Zero shots on target. Yikes. Zero shots, period, Yikes. with an XG of zero. That means they created absolutely fucking nothing. I watched this game, like I said, the stats backed up the result here. Mm-hmm. Liverpool, I mean, Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Brian. Oh, thank you. Leicester did absolutely nothing in this game. Their goal came from out of nowhere, too. Pereira, second half sub, uh, came on and from outside of the box rifled one to the into the top netting. It was an awesome goal, good for him, yeah, it but was. It, it, it wasn't, there was no, it was no, it was with no run of play which is something that's been a problem the past couple of weeks with this Liverpool team. They've been able to create nothing for a while now. After coming back from the international break before or right after the transfer window when they brought in Tete and a couple of the players, this Harry Suter guy who I like a lot. I like Suter. I like this Christensen kid in defense. But they're obviously – they're clearly not Premier League ready. They need a little bit more time. need to be embedded in slower. And they have no real number one goalkeeper. I don't even know the guy that was playing. I think he's 26-year-old from – Denmark could be dead wrong. Leicester fans, let me know. I've never heard of this guy in my entire life. <laughs> Did you just pick a random country? I think so. We're gonna look this up. Look that up. For <laughs> me. Right. Let me know who was playing in goal for because uh, we should shout him out because he did his best. Absolutely did his best out there. I'm not knocking him at all. They just have no number. Oh, one he goal. is from Denmark. You're right, dude. I thought you literally just picked that out of a hat. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Iverson. There you go, Daniel Iverson. There we go, son. Uh, Sunday uh, morning, Britton Rogers gets sacked by Leicester. Did you see that coming? Yeah, I did. Actually. I did. I yeah, know. I felt uh, I felt like that was definitely coming. Uh, it said mutually parting of ways. I believe that. I believe that. I, I think. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think. I, who you, comes? Who comes in though? That's we'll get to that in a moment. Oh, okay. We'll get to that. Oh, in a I like you. I like you. Uh, four years in charge, Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. FA Cup, Community Shield winner. Yeah. In our lifetime. I'm 30. Alex is 30. Brian is 53. <laughs> Brendan Rogers is the uh, Brendan Rogers has been the second best. You 33? Uh, turning turn, 30. Turning 33 next week. Brian's turning 33 on April 11th. We'll get to that later on this episode. <laughs> um, Brendan Rogers, second best manager in our lifetime. It's obviously Ranieri won the title with them. Yeah. But then Brendan Rogers wins the FA Cup. I mean, this Absolutely. is this is a gold. And again, title. like, and I know we've mentioned Brendan Rogers before because it's um, it's I don't know, it, it's it's weird because it's like. It's at least he, I mean, from what I've seen, so he did it at Liverpool, and then he did a, a kind of a, a similar thing at Leicester, where it's like he comes in, and then the players that he inherits, like his like first season, first season, maybe two seasons at most, he like does like randomly like really well. Again, almost won the yes. Premier League with Liverpool, yeah. like did really well with them. And I was like, I was like, okay, cool, but then just like hits this wall and just falls. Oh, when he starts building his own team, just falls off is when it gets weird. Right? And again, I was I was wondering because, again, when he was at Liverpool, that's when they had that like transfer committee that they were doing to where like they all the committee had to agree on who to yeah. buy. And that was like a terrible idea, by the way. Um, and so I almost didn't blame him because I was like, well, maybe it's not his fault because maybe he couldn't get the players that he wanted because the transfer committee wasn't on board or whatever. But then he had his chance because well, then he went to he went to uh, what was it, Celtic, Celtic, right? And then in one. Yeah. One. So I was like, OK, maybe he is good. And then Same he came over here. Scottish division. Yeah. It's one of trouble. That's hard to do. That's hard, no matter where you are. Absolutely. So good on him. And so I was like, OK, maybe it was the transfer committee. Then he comes to Leicester. And out the gate, does really well with them, like right, it takes over. Um, and then, again, just falls off a couple seasons. So I'm like, well, I can't really – is it just the him, like he has trouble in the Premier League? 
potentially or is it like is he is he just like I mean, it's not like I'm not. Is he not good? But it's just like, is it? You know, what is it? You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's, it's interesting with him. So. Where's he go next? It's gonna, that one's going to be interesting. Right? Solid question. Because you've been at the top with Liverpool. You've won an FA Cup with Leicester. You're on a trouble with Celtic. You can't go back to the Scottish can't division. Go, yeah, they know, hate, yeah, you can't go to Rangers. Yeah, they no, hate you. No, right? no won't. they won't accept you at all. No. So it's 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 a weird one for Brendan, man. And I don't. You look around at the jobs that are, that could be open. I don't know if that's really a fit. He's got to be one to take a year off, right? I would think so. We'll see. You want me to uh, tell you who I think takes his uh, Yeah, actually, I'm very curious about this. Graham Potter is from Sully Hill, which is in... Uh, Dude, this is a good take. Yeah, which is in... Um, you just blew my mind. Birmingham. You just blew my mind. Which uh, Alex Alex can confirm this. Birmingham is about 30 minutes away oh, from <laughs> Leicester. No, please look that up right now. <laughs> 30 look up, minutes. Look up Sully Hill, England, to um, uh, Leicester City. I I don't know how far away it is. No, I looked it up. Thirty minutes. You said it. You, 30, do, you know exactly how far away. Probably it is. fifteen to thirty minutes. Okay, right that's there. a good guess. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. I'm shaking my head. It's about now. four train stops, I would four say. Four train stops. Uh, Did you say Sully Hill. S O L I H I L L. Graham Potter is not. It, it seems like he's not from very far away from Leicester. That is a team. If they stay up, I would not be surprised. Dude, about. that is. If I were Lesser, I would pounce on that. Pounce. And if you're sitting there thinking, well, Grand Potter's manager at Chelsea, we're going to talk about that we're, in a minute. Yeah, we're going to get there. <laughs> talk about the next game, Brian, before oh. we jump on to Chelsea. Only an hour. Let's, <laughs> Dude, you were, that is the best guess you have had. Let's go. Sully Hill, you, United man. Kingdom, the Leicester UK. Let's one go. hour. Only one hour away. So, Dude, that's, now, that's good. Does he live in Sully Hill? I don't think so. I think he lives in London right now. But. Um, he's he didn't grow up very far away from Leicester City. Dude, that is a Michael. Michael a redeeming thing. himself. Yeah, right. totally redeem yourself. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Oh, you never seen that movie? No. What movie is that? Dumb and Dumber. No, I've never seen that movie. God. If you're a Dumb and Dumber fan, let us know. I know the bird. I know Petey everybody, the bird. Everybody. Uh, if you're alive, then if you're, you're alive. Fan. Let us know. And I know this. Yeah, thing. If you're breathing, <laughs> let us know. I know this thing. If you're a podcast listener, sorry about it. Let's move on to Nottingham <laughs> Forest versus Wolves. Uh, <laughs> a battle of a 1-1 draw hill. Physical let's, game. Physical. Physical game. Eight yellow cards. Eight yellow cards. Two red cards, right, for uh, assistant managers for both teams, I think? Or am I wrong? Was it? We'll check. Was well, that right? That. Producer Alex will let us know. Uh, let's get into it, Brian. Yeah, you might be. That might be right. Put and spit on Brennan Johnson, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a clear. I saw that. Could you see the spit? I mean, I couldn't, but could I see the motion? The motion, though. I'm not an idiot, right? I know when someone's spitting on another human being. Yeah. That was a spit. Now, what would that have done in the 90-plus minute of the game to give this guy a red card and send him off? Uh, that's up for debate. What's not up for debate, I don't feel, is this guy spit on him. Where was VAR at? Not sure. Not sure where VAR was at. They checked it, but... They did check it, but they let it go. They let it go. Like no, I, I felt okay. like it was a spit. I did, too. I, I thought the same thing. when uh, I was watching it, I thought the same thing. But Wolves had a lot of the possession of this game, which you'd expect, uh, but they're yeah. doing... Nothing with it at all. Yeah, again, this is another one. Wolves, 72% possession to Nottingham Forest, 27%. So, like, which you, very lopsided. Yeah, which you expect, though. You expect Forrest to give the ball up to the other team to break on the counter with Brennan Johnson and Morgan Gibbs-White. Sure. You expect that, especially when they're playing um, Emmanuel Dennis. Uh, when they're playing Dennis in, in the top with those three, that, that front three, you're expecting those guys to just run at the opposing team. And that's exactly what Forrest is about to do, to hope they stay up this season. Yeah, They had a lot of this. They had they were leading for a lot of this game. Good on Wolves for coming back. 
Force didn't really take a lot of their chances. They had two Man, clear. They ha- yeah, there you were saying it right there. Go ahead. They had, they had two clear-cut chances that they should have absolutely taken. I was taken. literally going to say that. Could have yeah. won this game should've. three to one. Should have oh, won should've. this game. This will be a one. This will be one that Force fans will feel like a loss. Wolves fans will feel like they stole a point. Here. It, it does feel like a Force loss to me. And let me again. If you if you if you've been listening for the past couple of weeks, you will know. That I love, Michael Willis loves to admit when he's right, which is almost all the time. Actually. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah, Ashton tells me that, too. That I'm, oh, yeah, I'm I bet right she does. All the time. Ashton, can you confirm? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Brian and I have told you weeks ago, which is why you need to listen to this show. Brian and I told you weeks ago when Wolves lost to Bournemouth that that could be a result that we look back at later on because Wolves have been dragged back into this relegation battle. They're too good of a team. Now, a lot of these teams at the bottom are too good of a team to be going down, but this Wolves team is far too good of a team, been playing far too well for a while leading up to that Bournemouth game where they lost one nothing, And now they find themselves in this weird relegation battle that they have no business being in. But a lot of teams can say that, so yeah. to be fair to everybody. Interesting game, Brian. A legit, actual fight. These two teams yeah. were getting after it. Yeah. Midlands Derby, I'm pretty sure. I don't know how far away Forrest and Don't need to look it up. No, don't know how far away Forrest and Wolves are. Guess. I will guess 45 minutes away. I'm not, I'm not looking it up. I'll guess an hour and 45 <laughs> minutes <laughs> away. This is going to become a geography podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to say two cities and say, guess how far guess they how are. Far. <laughs> that should be a segment for us with Michael. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, let's move on to uh, let's move on to Chelsea. Ooh, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> Chelsea lose to Villa two two nothing. <laughs> uh, let me talk about it's Villa real quick. Not funny, but it's yeah. just funny looking at. Michael. It's pain. It's a lot of pain over here. Let's talk about Villa real quick before I, I jump on the Chelsea. Okay. Let's take the uh, Chelsea cap off. Unai Emery is a good manager, right, Brian? Uh, yeah. Like we've been he is. again. We've been saying this for a good while now. Uh, bringing on Callum Chambers, which is. Hilarious to say that that was a master. It was because it nullified everything Chelsea wanted to do in that second half. Emery is the best way I can describe this is he is the most proactive manager and reactive manager at the exact same time. Mm, yeah. I know that sounds so dumb. It does, but, but if you watch it does this sound guy, dumb, but that's exactly actually, what he is. He 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 prepares he prepares for everything, and then when he realized, I love him. I, I'm a big fan of Unai Emery, even when he was at Arsenal, because yeah. When he prepares for it, when he sets his team up and he realizes he's wrong, he'll change it immediately. Exactly. And I'm I'm a big fan of that. He's got no this guy, Unai Emery, has no real ego. And I got a lot of respect for it. Very him. different than when Michael guesses geography and was wrong. Very Michael <laughs> sticks to Very if strange. he's wrong, he's like, nah, man, it's two hours from Charlotte. Look two hours from Charlotte. I like he's like, I'm always right. This guy can admit when he's wrong. I like that. I like <laughs> that about someone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a good quality. It it's is a good, good quality to have. And he's like, and I, yeah. I know who I am. I know who I am. I'm always going to be me, right, Alex? <laughs> That's the worst excuse I've ever That's the most selfish excuse I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Watkins took his goal really well after Kukurea mistake, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit, but I'm not taking nothing away from Watkins. That was a, that was a beautiful chip, Keppa in no man's land, because, <sighs> again, with a, very good, with a very good take outside the box as well. Uh, a couple weeks ago, or a couple months ago, when it was Steven Gerrard, a lot of people were saying that McGinn needs to go. Uh, that McGinn shouldn't be playing. McGinn's first name on the team sheet now for me. He's been playing phenomenal ever since uh, Unai took over. This Villa team's for real, Brian. If so. they're, they're in a weird spot right now. They're trying to figure out how Unai wants to play. They're still figuring each other out in this new system. This summer, though, is going to be massive for Villa. If they, can, if they back Unai Emery and they put players in position that 
that he is fans of. This could be a this could be a legit team going forward, man. I'm I've got a lot of faith in Unai Emery. If I'm a Villa fan, I'd feel good about this. However, I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. Chelsea with a better team. Chelsea with a better team up to 60 minutes of that game. Until I'll say this, until the McGinn goal in the second half, Chelsea with a better team. After that moment, you could just feel the Chelsea players kind of give up and they feel that they couldn't get back into it. Mm-hmm. Uh should have taken our chances, which is a theme for Chelsea for not just this season, Brian, but for the past two seasons. Multiple opportunities to score goals. And that's what happens when you buy a guy like Mudrick, who's 20, and he gets two clear opportunities on goals. And honestly, man, like he's a right-footed player, and he has the like two of the most tame shots I've ever seen. I'm not even kidding. I hate when people do this because it's absurd to think this. I could have shot the ball harder than Mudrick did. Like I, I hate when people go, I could have done better than that. You can't because you're sitting on the couch with me. But honestly, <laughs> if you put me in that same situation, I could have I could have put the ball on. And he'll know that. Like I'm not I'm not coming after this kid at all. He'll know that. It was a it was it was a good game by Chelsea. It was con, it was what Grand Potter. Again, I say good game, and everyone's gonna be like, "Well, you lost two nothing." I know we did, but it was a, yeah. it was a good game by Chelsea up to the moment Dude, that McGinn had that goal. Some of these stats are kind of like. We, nuts. we were we we owned the XG, which is again yeah. a Graham Potter staple, and that is why I'm gonna get into it now. Graham Potter gets fired Sunday afternoon. Oh, here we go. And I'm not. I feel odd about it, man, because I kept saying I was Potter in, and I am. I I I, I can't wait for this guy to go somewhere else. At the end of the day, I'm a Chelsea fan. I'm not a Graham Potter fan. I'm a Chelsea fan. I, could, I don't. Yeah, sure. I'm not 15 years old. I don't have a favorite player that I'm running around with, right? Yeah. Uh, I, but I, but I want. I like watching good players. I like watching good managers. I felt like this was with a guy that could take Chelsea forward with time. I don't understand how, regardless of what you feel about Thomas Tuchel, for all of you out there, Brian and Brian included, yep. he gets fired, and that's fine. I don't. Have, I felt like it was time for Thomas to go as well. I didn't think it was. I did not think that this was going to keep going forward with him. But you fire him after backing him all... I'm looking at the board, okay? You fire Thomas Tuchel after backing him all summer long. Fofana is a direct replacement for Christensen. Koulibaly is a direct replacement for Antonio Rudiger. Kukurea is a backup for Ben Chilwell. Aubameyang was a Thomas Tuchel signing. It was strictly for him. You buy these players, you fire him the day after the window ends. Absurd. You... Pay all this money to 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 take Graham Potter off of the Brighton staff. You bring him in in around September, October. You give him a little bit of time. There's a break there, but a lot of his players go off to the World Cup. You didn't go into a January window where you buy seven to nine players. I don't remember exactly off the top of my head. We'll go seven players. That was a good amount. Yeah, seven players you buy. And you expect this guy to turn it over. But it's not just players. They're young players that have never played in massive games. None of these guys have. I know everyone say Enzo played in, the, in a World Cup final. Yes, he did. Outside of Enzo Fernandez, none of these players have ever played in a massive game. They have had never had pressure put on them before. And you're giving Graham Potter no time. And I don't. Again, I don't need. I don't mean to come on here and be like Graham Potter's biggest fan and biggest supporter. But I feel bad for the guy because it was very clear that he was putting Chelsea players in positions to score goals. And yeah. We never took it. Yeah. Well, I mean, and also again, I mean, kind of the theme of. The season for you. I know you said no, no. Grandpa's got time. He's got time. He's got time until November sure. of next. And I, and and I always respectfully disagreed. Um, 
I wanted him to have that time because I like Grand Potter too. Actually, I'm not a Chelsea fan, so this literally is no bias. I like Grand Potter. I thought I thought he was good at Brighton. I think he deserved longer at Chelsea. <laughs> and uh, and uh, but like I, I just I could just see the way things were going. I was like, dude. I was like, unfortunately, like where my bias kicks. I was like, Chelsea's not gonna be smart enough to like hold on to this guy. They're gonna make a rash decision and bump him before. See, it's funny, man, because I felt the I I felt the opposite, man. There was a lot of people that felt like Brian. There were a lot of people out there that thought that Graham Potter was needed to go and had to go, and I felt it was gonna be different. I I felt like. We knew what we were getting into with Grand Potter, bringing him in the middle of a season. He's not a he, he's he's not a Carlo Ancelotti that's going to come in and he, he's he's a he's a system and yeah. a time manager. But I, and I I hate when teams do this. I hate I hate when you bring a guy in halfway through a season and then you give him this little amount of time to turn. Like you didn't give you did not give him a fair shot. That's fair. I right, so there's there's two sides of this, right? I agree with that. I I don't feel like there was enough time for Grand Potter. No, here. I agree. But on the flip side, for all these Chelsea fans out there that are like, no, he needs to go, I get it. There was enough games here that we should have seen sure. more. Sure. And I'm I'm felt that way. I'm right there with you. My problem is with this, if we took our chances the way we had against Villa, and if we don't if Koulibaly doesn't bottle it against Everton two weeks ago, we're not having this discussion. The the bigger whether you're potter in or potter out, and this is this is really where my anger lies, genuine anger about this. Whether you're potter in or potter out. This is a brand new board who have never overseen a soccer club ever with a bunch of nobodies who have come in and changed the kit members who, who organize the kits, who have changed the on-field managers, who have changed the backroom staff, who have changed the cooks, that, who have sent out players, bought a load of new players. There's a human element behind here that if you feel that firing a manager after seven months, is going to bring success, especially when all these same people, and I'm just going off of Twitter, and I shouldn't, I should log off of that shit, but I'm going off of Twitter here. You, these are the same people that kept coming out when when Graham got hired of, or and when Bowley took over, that we're no longer going to see the old Chelsea of constantly hiring and firing managers. And Bowley himself and Big Dolly himself came out and said, we're not going to do this anymore. And we are. <laughs> we're in the same spot. I wish Graham Potter nothing but the best. I think he's going to go on to Leicester. Be inter- if they stay up, I think he takes that job. I actually think Graham takes the rest of the year off, takes something over the summer. Man, Leicester would be ideal. You want to hear my other like one it. for Graham Potter? Uh, yeah. Palace. Oh. It would be interesting. How far away is... Uh... Palace from Sully Hill is uh, two hours. Um, <laughs> I, I wish Grand Potter nothing but the best. It feels like com- Nagelsmann is coming in after Thomas Tuchel took his job over at Bayern okay. Munich. So you think I, you think Nagelsmann into Chelsea? I don't, I don't know. I really don't oh, know. Okay. I'll tell you two things. I think I think Nagelsmann is is the favorite because we have Christopher Vivell who came from RB Leipzig. <laughs> what if you get Brighton's coach? Oh, that would, I don't want that. I don't want Deserby. I, I like when, I like Deserby's do it. I don't want that at all. I think it's gonna be um, I think it's gonna be Nagelsmann. I don't know why he would take over midseason, but we will see. Yeah, I don't sure. even say midseason. I don't know why he take over ten games left. But sure. this, again, we're not go, we're not getting relegated and we're not jumping into the top four. However, Chelsea fans, don't be surprised if Jose Mourinho makes round three with Chelsea. How crazy would that be? And if all of you, and I'm I'm telling you now. Delete me off Twitter if oh if Mourinho comes in and I delete Carefree Willis, not yeah. you know, not exactly. USSR. Show, exactly. Please. If all if Mourinho comes in and everyone starts hounding and getting pissed that this isn't a project manager, we just fucking had a project manager <laughs> in Grand Potter and you kicked him out. 
it's sad right now what's going on with Chelsea. Wish Graham all the best. I don't. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. That I sucks. guess. Let's move on. Yeah. That was the last game of Saturday. We move into Sunday now. Kicking off Sunday was a uh, West Ham and Southampton. Southampton. Oh, Southampton. Boring. One nil. West Ham win. But good for West Ham. Good for West Ham. No, I'm not taking anything away right? from West Ham. Aguero 25th minute goal. That was it. They've needed a win. For sure. Very badly. So Andrew Wells will be very excited when he comes on. <laughs> uh, Pakata. Phenomenal. All game. Very good for him. Both of these teams suck, though. Sorry about it. Both of these teams suck. Not much from this game at all. It, we Brian and I keep saying it. Now we were wrong on board. We were right on Bournemouth. Shouldn't have ruled them out this week. But with Southampton, we've been saying it for a while. I just don't know where they're going to score goals. Yeah. I have no clue where this team is going to find their goals from. What yeah, else sure. In this game, Brian. Yeah. No. I mean, that's I, I, I'm same boat with you. I mean, I don't know what Southampton's going to do in general. Um, I mean, they're I, I think going down. they're going down outside. I know, yeah, I know that, but it's like I don't know what they're gonna do for the rest of the. To the be season. fair to Southampton fans, we think you're going down. They're only three points out. If they get one win, I mean that is true. That if, turns things around. Like I'm, one win, they jump it. out of the relegation zone. That's why it's it's gonna. I mean, it's gonna come down to the wire for like a lot of teams because oh. like they're all just like there's so many neck and neck near the bottom. Fun fact: Southampton beat Manchester City in the e. Electric Carabao Cup. Uh, I don't know what round it was, but they beat Manchester City uh, with a Nathan Jones-led Southampton. And that that Man City team is who they play next. Can't see a win coming there, huh, Brian? Not for the Southampton squad. I highly doubt that. Good for West Ham, though. They have jumped all the way up to, I believe, 14th. Brian will run through the table here in a little bit, but West Ham jump all the way up to 14th. I, I think that like, there's, with a lot of teams down there, this West Ham team – Way too good to go down. Yeah, I agree. Way too good to go down. I agree. You're going to lose Declan Rice this summer. Whether it goes to Chelsea or not, I'm not, there's no bias here. You're losing Declan Rice this summer. He's not signing a new deal. One year left on his contract. I told you this a while ago, Brian, that I felt that they weren't going to fire David Moyes because the co-owner of West Ham died. I believe his daughter died as well, which is so sad. Um they're not gonna. They're not gonna fire him. They're just waiting to sell yeah. this team in the summer and let the Knicks guy take care of it. They're just doing everything they can to stay up, and they believe David Moyes can keep them there. David Moyes should. I mean, they've got they've got a, they've got a good enough team. Just not. It's just not come together this this season. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about another surprise? We shouldn't. We shouldn't be saying. We shouldn't be result. saying it's a surprise, but, but it, it is, is. It's a surprise, surprise result. It is. But it's a it's a good surprise. final game of the weekend. Newcastle surprise. United get a two nil victory over Manchester United. Redemption from that electric Carabao Cup final. Just wait, t-shirts are coming. Electric game, electric game. What a what an end to a a, a phenomenal weekend from the Premier League. Uh, will uh, I don't have this correct. Alex might have to do some editing here. Willock puts Newcastle ahead. Wilson finishes it in the 88th as the Geordies get their second. Was that clap for me? Yeah, clap for you to know where it was at. <laughs> Thank you. I that appreciate was, that. Yeah, you're welcome, dude. You're welcome. <laughs> that clap was for Alex. Fucked up there. Alex is going to do some editing. You as the listener won't hear because Alex is a fucking dog. Ten Hog subs out both center backs, and that gamble did not pay off, right? There was a moment that only Victor Lindelof was the only center back on the field. That was a what was, was a, that? That was right? a weird decision. I get it. He was trying to chase the game because yeah. they went down by a uh, by a Willett goal, but still, not. I mean, it's weird. In in end of the match stats, 
uh, Newcastle had 22 shots to United had six. So <laughs> it was crazy. Little, like, so why does why did it make that? I don't know. Whatever. I'd make that substitution. I don't, I don't Brian, know. Brian, I said it was a surprise result. It was, but it, it, it shouldn't be. The main surprise was that Man United truly didn't really show up. this. It game. was shocking because United have been flying, flying and you and Newcastle have just been a, str- yeah. a little bit of struggling. Yeah. Starting to come back down. But to yeah, earth, they're, they're turning the curve United. at this point. Exactly. Starting to come back to earth. Manchester United, Newcastle in third. Dude, United sitting what down a fourth jump. This has now become a which it shouldn't be because a couple weeks ago United were sitting. What if my first. original hot take comes true and United doesn't make the top four? Ah uh, man, that's why you need to listen to this show every single week because we know what the hell we are talking about, right, Brian? I mean, I like to think so. Proofs in the pudding. I like pudding. Pudding uh, is great. We record this on a Sunday. Monday is when Everton kick off uh, against Tottenham. Please, Everton. Please, please. Oh my God! Please, please, please. please. Goodbye, shot dice. <laughs> Antonio Conte is gone. We have an interim manager for Tottenham who have been playing better under their interim manager. Uh, real quick, I do want to touch on Tottenham. I don't, I don't know if you saw this or not. Fabio Paratici, the sporting director for Tottenham, came from United. Let me say this first: If you're a Tottenham fan. Might want to two now. Uh, Fabio Paratici came from Juventus. I said United. He came from Juventus. Uh, and in, I want to say October or November, there were sanctions that came against Juventus. Uh, and they got a point deduction. And at that time, everybody from Juve resigned because yep. they knew, oh, oh shit, oh, we got yeah. in trouble here. And for some reason, the main man that was overseeing that, the second head that was overseeing that, Fabio Paratici for Tottenham now, uh, for some reason, Tottenham were just like uh, blindsided by the whole thing. <laughs> Shouldn't be. Nope. Shouldn't be. This um, this is not me coming after Tottenham fans or Tottenham in general. But this, if this was my team, this club is in absolute shambles right now. Because they're, they have no manager. Unless they get a, apparently, or more reports, Pochettino's turned them down. Mm. And now their sporting director uh, is not able. He is a worldwide, worldwide ban. Prestige worldwide. Prestige band, worldwide. <laughs> where he is not allowed to work in the game. So they have no sporting director. They have no manager. And Daniel Levy is in serious debt. This is going to be an interesting summer for Tottenham. Please, Everton. Please. <laughs> Follow us on at US of Soccer Show on Twitter and Instagram to get live reactions to this game as we will be watching after we record this episode right here. Brian. Yes, sir. You want to run down the uh, table here? I do. I'll show you the jingle. It's the table run down. That <laughs> was unexpected. I don't there have anything go. clever to say. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Uh, first place is Arsenal after this weekend. 72 points. Uh, Man City with their win stay in second. 64 points. So keeping the gap there. Um, however, Man City do still have a game in hand, like Michael mentioned. Newcastle jumped up to third. So look at that, man. I mean, good for them. Uh, United dropped down to fourth uh, after the loss to Newcastle with 50 points. Um, and then Tottenham falls down to fifth place with 49 points. Brighton jumped up to sixth place with 43 points. Brentford jumps to seventh place, 43 points. 
Liverpool freaking drops to eighth, uh, 42 points. Aston Villa is up the ninth, 41 points. Fulham had dropped after this weekend to 30, uh, to 20. I'm sorry. Wow. Holy crap. What am I saying? Fulham dropped to 10th place. Hello. With 39 points. And then Chelsea dropped to 11th place, 38 points. Crystal Palace stay in 12th, 30 points. Wolves 13th, 28th. West Ham move up to 14th with 27 points. Forest move up. Uh, with their with their draw there, they move to fifteenth, twenty seven points. Bournemouth move up out of the relegation zone uh, to sixteenth with twenty seven points. So you have three teams with twenty seven points there. Uh, Leeds drop down to seventeenth, just outside the relegation zone uh, with twenty six points. Uh, and then the relegation zone, you have Everton drop down to eighteenth uh, with twenty six points. So they're tied with Leeds on points though. Leicester have dropped officially into the relegation zone. So keep an eye on that. And Southampton, you boys, stay in 20th place with 23 points. And that is the table after this past weekend. Lester was my pick to go down. Um, that would be sad, right, Brian? Uh, it would. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Probably, I, honestly, I don't want to see them go down. Yeah, but. probably the, um, uh, the, the season that Brian and I got closest was that Lester title win. Yeah. Uh, we talked. That was really when this whole thing started. Yeah, I agree. Way back in 2015, 2016. Yep. Yeah. Um, would be sad if Leicester goes down, but they don't look like they're able to do anything on the field right now. New manager bounce is going to be interesting. Let's see if they go get Grand Potter. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. You want to go stateside? Yeah, let's do it. Let's say, let me say this. Uh, the more and more that I see, the more and more I think about what the MLS did last week in not having an international break, the weirder it gets for me. Uh, because this week was not there was quite a, there were a couple goals I think there were twenty eight goals in the MLS throughout all these games but the games were not very good yeah and sure. it's not a knock on the MLS yeah, yeah, right but a lot of these they, you had star play that's that's why everybody does an international break correct because you have star players leaving and going off to their international team coming back to their club team and trying to embed themselves back in because there's a human element here so regardless you want to think about it or not more games are being played now than there ever have been. Yeah. So it's a bit – I feel weird about it. Let's run down through this real quick. I'll yeah. stop at a couple of these. Cool. Atlanta versus New York Red Bulls. This was a 1-0 win by Atlanta. This game sucked. Mm. I was excited to watch this because I thought Atlanta were going to bounce back and dominate this game. This game stunk. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, Atlanta have been like real exciting to watch all year. They have. So far, yeah. they, have. they lost a lot, of their, a lot of their best players last week uh, because of the international break. They lost about seven players. Could Atlanta get, this, get a 1-0 win over New York Red Bulls, who I've not been very impressed with this season. Again, you know, with, with all – all due respect here, Brian, Alex, and I are brand new MLS fans, uh, but I'm not. I'm not super impressed with this New York Red Bulls team. Haven't been all season. Thought Atlanta was going to do well after eight. Was it seven last week against Columbus? Six, seven. It was. It was up there. Awful. Whatever. It was awful. It was. It was up there. Whatever they got. Whatever they got pasted on last week by Columbus. Six one. Six one. I thought they were going to come up. Yeah, six one. That's exactly right. I thought they were going to come out guns a blazing. I mean, they tried to, but it was weird because you see a lot of these guys. It's just weird. It's weird that they don't do this. I think MLS should do this. And maybe going forward they will, but I don't know. A bit different. Yeah. Columbus beat Real Salt Lake 4 nothing. So in the past Oof. week, past yeah, past week, yeah. Columbus have scored 10 goals. I mean, they've crushed the past week. Past Aiden Morris. Mm. I like this kid. Yeah. Columbus. He's good. Yeah, I like this kid a lot. Young guy. Yeah, I think good. he's he's an American. I think he's like 21. I don't know how old he is. Are you, you think like you're as good at guessing ages as you are like geography? <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. I, no, I think I think I'm a little bit. I better think you're actually guessing. a little bit better, Aiden. Uh, yeah, I think I'm. Be- I think I'm a bit better at guessing ages. Alex, look up how old Aiden Morris is for the Columbus. Group. I mean, we were both wrong. I'm gonna go 20. We were years both wrong old. about Ollie Watkins. To be we fair. were way wrong about Ollie Watkins. But he does not look like he's like 20. No, or whatever he was. Let, let so what are you thinking? Guess. Let me hear your guess. All right, my guess for Aiden is 20 years old, Brian. Um, yeah, I'll say 21. Brian is correct. Yes, but he, that was he, actually really. That, he I mean, went prices right on your ass. <laughs> I did just get one up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> but that actually was guy. a very solid guess. So he <laughs> wasn't really that far off. Uh, Columbus four nothing over Real Salt Lake. Real Salt Lake stink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this Columbus Crew team is is solid. They got um, they got some dogs on this team, Brian. Mm. Cincinnati beat Inter Miami one nothing. I like the Cincinnati team a lot, man. They're a lot of fun to watch. This Vasquez guy is being linked to Borussia Mönchengladbach. I, that was such a good pronunciation. Dude, you actually crushed that. <laughs> that is insane. I've not taken a lick of German in my entire life. I killed that. It's man. because you like you like almost gurgled that exactly. last but like it made it perfect. That, that was, was beautiful. That was. That was grammar, right, Alex? As beautiful as German can get. That's beautiful. That's fair. <laughs> That's very right. Cincinnati had a lot of the at, Woo! Let's try it again. Cincinnati had less of the ball, but created more chances. I enjoyed watching this game. <laughs> Lucian Acosta is a dog. I love watching the Cincinnati team. I don't like Ohio, though. But this Cincinnati team, Pat Noonan, has the boys buzzing. Brian, you got anything on this game? Uh, on the Cincinnati game? Yeah. No. LA really. Galaxy. Yep. St. St. Louis. Seattle Sounders. One to two. Seattle win this game. Jordan Morris continues hot form. Gosh, leading scorer. At, league's leading scorer. Yeah. Golden boot. I like Jordan Morris. Yeah, man. He's I mean, he's he's crushing. I don't know what to say. There's a lot of hate for Jordan. I said this last week. There's a lot of hate for Jordan Morris out there because he was supposed to be more. Yeah. I get that. I love this guy. I love watching yeah. this guy Good play. Good on him, man. This is... He probably isn't. Brian said this last week. He's not the level of Europe, but at this level, he's elite. He's phenomenal. He's yeah. awesome to watch. This is a big win for. So, did you see the um, LA Galaxy coach having a fit? <laughs> yeah, over the refereeing. Yeah, this was pretty awesome. Greg Vanny uh, went into a full meltdown over the refereeing. Yeah, I yeah. had no idea what he was talking about because I actually watched this game. Yeah. Uh, I did not think there were many bad. I mean, there was the referees suck everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But sure. this wasn't a. I didn't feel like this was a game. I just, I, I was, it's like nothing. Like it's, it wasn't like a standout, like really terrible ref game to me. But yeah. okay. New England Revolution, a team that if you haven't listened to our monthly wrap up show with Dion at Nerdy Soccer Guy Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, you need to go listen to that because Dion. I asked Dion a question. I said, "Who was your most surprising team?" And he said, "New England." And I was like. I have not paid attention to New England at all this year. Watched them last week. They got a, they got a win last week. Came out this week. Pro- probably should have won this game. But our boy Mango, Mango Mango from New York had a goal. Alex was over there buzzing, feeling like man's on top of the world. Alex is a massive, massive New York City FC fan. Go Pigeons. And a massive Go Yankees Pigeons. fan. No. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> Baseball's back, boys. Let's talk about that instead. <laughs> Bobby Wood gets a goal for New England. Uh, this was uh, this was a this was a fun game. I like this New England team, man. This team I'm gonna start paying attention to a little bit more because they are quite a bit of fun to watch. But let's move on to Brian's team. Okay. Nashville SC beat Orlando two nothing. I'm before you let you go, Brian. Uh, Orlando. I don't know what the hell this team is. They come out and they beat Inter Miami. They come out and play an egg against Nashville. I just don't know. Did you see the Sea Cows thing? I don't think they so. They had a pregame kit. 
for because it was April first when they were. Oh, okay. And they they kept saying they're going to change the name to the Sea Cows. That's okay. Yeah. So it was interesting. It was like April Fool's thing. Yeah, it was April Fool's thing. Okay. It was interesting. It was no. That was all. Was it. Yeah, they changed their whole kit and everything. Had a new had a new club uh, crest. It was interesting. Uh, a lot of fun. I guess it's one of the. I mean, you would never see that over in Europe. So I mean, I, I should should I kill it? Should I leave it alone? I don't know. I'm gonna leave it alone this time. Go ahead, Brian. Nashville SC win two nothing. What do you think, dude? No, I thought it was. Um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I, I'm pleased with the result because I feel like Nashville had kind of dipped in some form. Uh, Mukhtar came out and scored a goal in the second half too, 74th minute. So good on him, man. I mean, he's still, you know, again, whenever he's on the field, everything just tends to run through him, which is great. Um, and then, you know, I mean, it's it was a good win for Nashville because Nashville had less possession, too. I uh, ended up being 64% possession Orlando overall. So Nashville only had 36% uh, possession, came with two goals, two nothing. But um, I don't know. To me, I, I, I would say, even though I don't know a ton about MLS yet, I'm not definitely by no means an expert in MLS right now, uh, but I would have expected – Nashville to be Orlando because again I don't fully know yeah, yeah, no, fair. what Orlando is. And that's no knock against Orlando no, exactly. fans. I at just all. don't really. From I, an, from I just didn't feel like they yeah. were going to be this like Orlando's be this spectacular standout yeah. team. So I kind of was like expecting like Nashville should win. In my if mind. you're a, if you're a neutral and you're coming in, you're seeing Nashville with the reigning MLS MVP and right. a team that you don't know anybody. Yeah, on. so that exactly. Yeah, that's that was like the genuine assumption of like, well, you have the reigning, you should win this match. We're series. we're learning. We're all three yeah. learning these teams all together. Give us until about July. We'll give you who we think is good who we think actually stink then uh, but we're learning all these teams together so come hang out with us follow us on twitter and instagram at us of soccer show we'll plug our own personal stuff here at the end of this podcast so stay tuned for that let's move on though yep toronto charlotte fc 2-2 game good for charlotte yeah two games in two weeks in a row where they've gotten a they've gotten a result here, a result yeah which is what they needed yep uh toronto again Coming after all you Toronto fans. I thought you guys were supposed to be world beaters. I thought you guys were Barcelona in red. You Barcelona guys red. stink. You guys well, have not been good all season. Charlotte, though, solid game. Fun. They came back twice. This was actually a fun game to watch. Yeah. Bernadeschi for uh, Toronto. Fun. Fiorentina man and former Juve man. This guy is so. Have you listened to this guy talk? No, I highly recommend you get on that uh, YouTube and listen to this guy's voice. It is awesome. He does not sound uh, like he looks not coming after him at all. This guy's the man. I'd love if this guy was on my team, he'd be my favorite player without question. I love watching this guy play. Uh, Not going to talk about Philadelphia and Sporting KC. 0-0 game. A combined 1.3 XG. Again, I'm not coming Gosh, after again. Stats do not make what are up they the doing whole game. All game. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Stats, as as friend of the show at Ryan Props would say, a lot of stand around guys out there. Yes, there were. Uh, Chicago and DC United also a nil nil game. The uh, combined XG for this game, I don't think, was very good. It was, yeah, point one. So I mean, I'm sorry, one point So wow. not uh, not the best game at all. Dallas and Portland ends one one. Dallas is a weird one. I don't think they're very good. I feel like Portland should have won this game. St. Louis, though, let's get on to what everybody's here for. Uh oh. St. Louis with the first loss, boys. Wow. So I I mean, cats out of the bag. They're not going to go undefeated. You loser. Unfortunately, they're not going undefeated. So your hot take did not come true. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Did you like the, uh, I mean, we were a couple weeks in, but did you like the Minnesota kits out there? I think they looked better on the field than they I like, did. I liked them. they I did, thought, like, in what I just saw yeah, them. They, they so, looked yeah. better than what sure. I thought. Uh, St. Louis, 
I, I want to say got a bit robbed here with this random penalty. Uh, don't feel like it was a penalty, but Minnesota dominated the second half. This was this was no more than Minnesota deserved here. Uh, first half was back and forth. A lot of uh, there were two moments where Minnesota flashed the ball across the goal. Nobody was there to put it away. Uh, St. Louis truly didn't create a whole lot. This team's still a whole lot of fun to watch, man. Yeah, and it was a bit of a shocking result to me because I think St. Louis is just, I mean, they've come out the gate hot and they look super good. So to see, and then Minnesota, I just didn't really see as a team that would be the first one to beat them. No, exactly. Minnesota is still one of these teams that uh, one of three, LAFC, Minnesota, and Cincinnati who have not lost a game yet. Um, So it was one of those games. You know, you had two teams coming up against each other that have not lost yet. I didn't have to have a loser out of this one, but we eventually did. And again, like I said, Minnesota deserved this one. Seattle for Minnesota. I mean, sorry, Seattle for St. Louis. Next up, that should be a that should be an awesome game. That game should be a whole lot of fun. And this is really where you're going to start seeing this St. Louis team. Are they this good? I mean, I've been I've been riding this wave pretty high since I you know I started being a diehard fan of the St. Louis uh, City team. But you're going to start see, you know they're about to come up to a lot of a lot of good teams that are at the top of this MLS table. Good game though. It was a, it was a good game. Like I said, Minnesota dominated the second half. They, good on them. They deserved it. Uh, on to Colorado and LAFC. This was another nil nil game where Colorado actually had more of the uh, chances here. LAFC. I don't know. They're they're another weird one for me. I've not been super impressed this season for some reason. Sorry, I hate LA. Hate it. <laughs> hate hate both these LA teams. I don't like LAFC or the LA Galaxy. Yeah, so. Sure. I was kind of I'm I'm for some reason I'm always pulling up against. It's weird because like over in England like I'm like I hate Liverpool but I've never been to Liverpool. You know what yeah, I'm sure, saying? Sure. Like he like I just know I don't coming from the other side of of the uh, um, country country. <laughs> yeah, the pond. I said no. I was gonna say coming from the other side of the state, which is not oh, that's correct different. at all. Yeah, that is not correct at all. Um, coming from the other side of the country. Uh, hate LA for some reason. Just do not like LA at all. Brian has just coughed, so yeah. all three of us are off, We're the, off island the island. Now. I mean, I've been uh, holding that in all all night. We've been. You know, it's hard. It's hard doing this podcast because the voice gets going. You know, the uh, throat gets to moving. And pause. The throat gets to moving, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you need some water in there. You need some water. San Jose. Let's move on. San Jose versus Houston. San Jose win this game two to one. Everybody kept saying at the beginning of the season, San Jose don't um, don't like San Jose. This team's gonna stink. This team's been. A hell of a lot of fun to watch. Luchi Gonzalez has the boys moving over there in San Jose. Yeah. One uh, knock for San Jose. Go Teal. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the MLS talk always goes to fashion. Yeah, yeah exactly. Go Teal. Get rid of this blue. I get it's part of your... Go Teal. Go with the Sharks. San yeah. Jose, make Teal your... I think I agree. I think you instead. What are they? The earthquake or shock or what? Are, what are they? Earthquakes. Called? earthquakes yeah, you're right. San Jose Sharks. Be the Sharks as well. That I don't would care. Be tough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Sharks. That would, that would be sweet. They they should adopt that teal color though. For sure. Yeah, I, I agreed. For sure. I love the teal. Love their jerseys this year. Love. Uh, I do love the teal color though. But uh, yeah, San Jose beat Houston. Houston not a very good team. Not a whole lot going on in this game at all. San Jose deservedly win. Houston get a, a, a an iffy goal there in in I think it was the fiftieth minute. Vancouver though, five nothing over Montreal. What the world is Montreal the worst team in the league? No, they're not. Hilariously, I'm gonna tell you who the worst team in the league is Brian. Mm. Is Vancouver the best team in the league? Definitely not. Definitely so not. That's five a, zero. Brian, that's a very like, good take, right what there. What the world? I, that shocked me. 
Vancouver have one win. There are three teams without a win, Brian. LA Galaxy, Sporting KC, and Colorado have no Whoa. wins. How crazy is that? That actually is nuts. It is nuts. San, uh, San Jose. Vancouver, though, 5 nothing over Montreal. This was pure domination. Good for Vancouver. They got a striker there. Ben White, I think, is his name. He's awesome to watch. I'm going I'm to look that up right now, actually. The striker for Vancouver. Ben White, yeah. Is Ben White. Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. I think I am I right? Yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. This guy's awesome. He's a lot of fun to watch. I like yeah, him. You mentioned his name before too. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. He's been awesome. That's it from the MLS. Again, I'm not coming after the MLS at all. It's um it's just weird that they didn't take an international break. They should have just taken a pause like yeah, everybody they else. Done it. Exactly. Right? Like, I, just I, take the international break. I, I saw that a lot of people coming on on because I put it up on my Twitter. Uh, why they didn't take an international break. And a couple people came after me and said, because they have some tournament going on in July. We'll learn that. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. We will learn that tournament. Sure. But still, I mean, you got a lot of you guys leaving. There's a, I, I keep saying this the whole episode. There's a human element here. Take a break. Bring you guys back all together and make a run. It, it also, we said it last week, not going to harp on it, but the MLS can't be stoked that a lot of their best players left nah, for a whole week. I mean, it's, right. just, it's one of them, man. You want to talk about the USL? Yeah, let's do it. MLS expansion fans, I keep doing this. Uh, I'll do this the whole season. There are three teams that are definite, not definite, but three teams that have been heavily linked with MLS expansion, Sacramento, San Diego, and Las Vegas. Let's start with the first one. It's the game I was going to highlight this week regardless. Sacramento Republic FC take on Louisville City FC 5-0 to Sacramento, which is wild because Louisville City is one of these teams in the East that – from last year into this year, was touted to be one of the better teams. Fernandez, Gurr, and two goals two goals from Cicerone and a pen in extra time from Guntana. Set completes a Sacramento 5-0 win. Complete domination from Sac Republic, who finishes the week in top of the Western Division. Lou City crumbled two weeks in a row, falling all the way down to third. In the uh, Eastern, what are you two giggling? We have a quick correction here. It is Brian White, not Ben White. (laughs) Ben White. It is Brian White. (laughs) T's and P's. T's and P's. That's on me. I said it was his name. I was agreeing with you, too. Yep, that's on me. I'm almost positive. A couple weeks back, you said Ben White as well, and we did not correct. When I said Ben White originally, I'm thinking Arsenal's Ben White. Uh, Yeah, okay. okay. I'm almost positive we said Ben White, though. Brian White? Brian White. Brian White. White. We will be buying your jersey right as this podcast ends. Sorry about that. From New Jersey. From New New Jersey. You know, I should triple check that just to make sure. Yeah, you should triple check that. Go Devils. No. Next one, next game is San Diego Loyal at the Phoenix Rising. This is another good one. San Diego come, San Diego come back from two down to split the points at a 2-2 draw. Two goals for Phoenix striker Manuel Ortega. San Diego get their first, get their two goals from Ronaldo Damus and Nick Moon. Winger Nick Moon, who was very good this game. Ronaldo Damus does the uh, C every time he oh. scores. Big fan of that, right? Because he didn't pick his name. Like, that's awesome. I like it's the C. Ronaldo thing. I like it's C. Like a shoo. And a shoo. Okay. One of those. I don't know what I'm talking about. C. C means yes in Spanish, but you took three years of it, so you should know. I do know. I do know. I talked to that woman downstairs in Spanish, right, Brian? Las Vegas Lights at Indy 11. Game ends nil-nil. Vegas back line, excellent all game. This game I actually watched the entirety of. Annoying that it ended nil-nil. Vegas central defender Zach Carroll won the watch. I'm a big fan of this guy. 26 years old. I did look this up before we got on this podcast. Yeah, I was a big fan of him. I thought he played excellent all game. Indy should have taken their chances with 80% possession. Just a good defensive game 
throughout both teams. This was awesome to watch. Nil-nil game. Doesn't sound awesome, but it was a whole lot of fun. That is it for the USL. Mm. I was going to highlight a USL League One game. There weren't many good ones. Kickers lost to Charlotte. I was going to say, Kickers lost to Charlotte. Sold out crowd. Sold out crowd. Sold out crowd. You see the and picture? weather delay, right? Yeah. There were a lot of people there. I'm going to tell you a quick story. Uh, Alex and I were getting into the Kickers. The, the, that is our local team here in uh, Richmond, Virginia. Alex and I got into the Kickers a couple years back, and we went to a game, and it was pouring. And Alex and I said, no, 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 no. We, we paid seven bucks to get into this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're going to sit, and we're going to wait for this thing to finish out. Um they never told us when they were restarting. We probably sat there for an hour. We sat just in the pouring rain. In the pour, just being out. We are the only ones in the stands because everyone's like doesn't want to get shocked by lightning. They had somebody come over and say, "Hey, fellas, we gotta get out. Uh, yeah, you need to get off the metal bleachers." And we were like, oh, "I guess so." And <laughs> okay, we got sure. We were soaking wet, soaking fun, wet, yeah, freezing, freezing. Um, I believe we were eating personal sized pizzas from Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah. just like shaking. And then they finally go. Yeah, we're just going to cancel the rest of the game after like an hour and a half of not saying anything. Anything. Nothing. No updates or whatever. Shout out to uh, Rob Ucrop with the Richmond that. Kickers. Still, we will have boots on the ground very soon at these Richmond Kickers games. That's it for this episode, boys. What do you think? I like it. That was great. Kickers' goal was a beauty. Did you see it? I did not. It was actually. a nice goal. Was so, it really? Yeah. I saw, for some reason, I saw highlights off of Twitter. And this is, I'm not coming up to the Kickers for this, but they showed highlights off of Twitter. I could be an idiot and missed it. They didn't show a single goal. They showed the uh, independence goal. There were two of them. Yeah. They showed one, and then yeah. that was it. But they showed a bunch of passes to play and misses. Yeah, maybe you, you looked away briefly maybe. and missed it. I, I yeah, felt, yeah, I, I, maybe because that me. sounds crazy. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. Yeah, why, yeah. Why would you not show the, your own? And goal it was first? a nice goal. Was it in the second? Because I saw. I, I don't it remember. Been, it might have been first yeah. half. That's on me. I'll be better next time, boys. <laughs> Fellas, what is this? Episode eleven or something like that? Mm. We're getting up there. I think it's nine. Shout I mean, out. it's like a. It's like. I mean, it's episode nine as far as like yeah, our week full right. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Yes, yeah. We've had quite a bit of episodes come out. Shout out to everybody that's listening. We're getting quite a bit of listens the past couple of weeks. Appreciate all of you. Come hang out with us, Twitter and Instagram at US of Soccer Show. We're gonna round this thing, roll this thing out of here. Before we go, though, quick plugs, Brian. Yes, sir. Where can the people find you at? I am at Brian Mitchell, B R Y O N, on Twitter and Brian Loves Naps on Instagram. Producer Alex. I am producer Alex23 on Twitter and Alex from Duveen. Duveen. Thank sorry. you. <laughs> on Instagram. And you can find me at Carefree Willis on Twitter. Show has not reached 100 to what was I said? What was I saying? 150. 150. Show has not reached 150 follows on Twitter. Get up there and I'll make it on Twitter. Instagram. You're, you're okay. You're getting there, dude. Man. I think you're going to get it together right now. I think uh, Chelsea has just. Mentally drained you. Yeah, and then Detroit. Well, yeah, you know it's, I mean? it's, it's not been a good weekend. For it's me. really not, guys. It's really not. And it doesn't seem like it's going to get and any better. And it's really hot in this room. I'm it ready is so to hot. It doesn't get yeah, better. I mean, I am. My it's awful. Sweating. Shout I'm out sweating. to uh, Alex Grant. Grant, not Rooney. Alex Grant. Alex Rooney Grant. Here. <laughs> yeah, shout out to her. She's letting us borrow this. Uh, room yeah, Alex, thank you. You never, listen to, you never listen to this, but thank you. Yeah, thanks a lot, Alex. <laughs> yeah, she won't listen to this at all. Do not forget to give the show a follow at US of Soccer Show on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to the show. Leave a comment, rate, and review, please. Takes you five seconds. Tell but a friend. Tell a friend. <laughs> Be friends of the show by telling your friends about the show. Brian does a lot of great stuff over on Instagram. Check all of that out. A whole lot of fun over there. Find us on every single podcasting platform available. We are desperate for this GIF sponsorship. <laughs> Brian, anything to say before I close this out? 
No. Alex, final words, final thoughts. Uh, Grand Potter sucks. Oh, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> shoot. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> I thought about, I've been waiting to say that since you started talking about shows. Oh, my, I love that. Yeah. Be a friend, tell a friend. We will see you all next week. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Ashton bought Mario Party. Stop it. Wait, for what? What do you guys you have? Can see where this is going. What do you uh, have? What do you, you have a you have a switch? I have a switch, yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. I do too. Well, I mean I, I have a switch for life. I have a switch. Uh Ashton has a switch. Okay. Um, oh, you both have a switch is nice. Yeah. I have a switch. We should do that, bro. I, I'm, I don't have any games on it. I have one game. I have two games. Oh, I, have, I have two games. I have three games. I have two. <laughs> I have two games. Okay. What games do you have? I don't have I, I have, definitely have the same ones you I have. I have Zelda. Okay. The uh, Breath of the Wild or whatever it is. Okay. And then I have Mario Golf. Oh yeah, that sounds terrible. But Ashton bought Mario Party. Love that. And uh, she was like, you want to play this with me? And I... You said no. I said, get out of my house. Of course you did. <laughs> uh, I'm not playing that game. So the uh, announcement is you, get, the so announcement is you kicked her out? Yeah, exactly. Wow, that ha- sucks. Dude. Had to play it, so we didn't argue. Um, I'm a fucking boss at this game. I would dog everybody and anybody. <laughs> Line up your best Well, you know players. what? I cannot wait to play Mario Party with you. <laughs> this is uh, this is Patreon stuff, if I ever heard. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You're totally <laughs> right, If we could ca- like record and capture that whole thing... Oh my god. That's gosh. so true. That would be amazing yeah. too. Yeah. Yep. You, so uh, you played Mario Party. She's at it for a little bit now. Um, like randomly throughout the weeks, the past two or three weeks, she'd be like, play. And I was like, no. And then she then she hands me the stick. So when I don't argue, I just play on the thing. Oh, yeah. I dog every single uh, time, dude. I win every single time, man. I've been robbed twice, I think, but <laughs> I'm very good at this game. You very good. You should have been robbed twice, though. Yeah. yeah, the computer at the end gives stars. Bullshit stars. Oh, yeah, the I'm fuck well is this aware. About, dude? Yeah. Bro, it's what starts fights because. Oh, you can steal people's stars. I was like, hey, why is Luigi getting these I, stars I think, over to me? I think you can turn bonus stars off at the end. Oh, you can do I, that. I believe so. Right. You can do that. I agree. I hated those. It's like, who had to move the most spaces? Oh, you get three stars. Like, yeah, what? Sure. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what? Whoa. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> or um, doesn't, but, isn't someone like, I think this person's going to win, and yeah, then they one. give you and a star? Yeah. I'm like, hey, what are you talking about? Yeah, that's kind of bull crap. But the funniest thing ever is to be the person who has like the least amount of stars that you like get to like do the the swap stars and you swap. Oh yeah, dude, rage quits. I've never been there because I'm always dominating on the stars. Always have. Well, you just wait. It's gonna happen to you. It happens to everyone. I'm very good at this game. Absolutely, you played enough. It happens to everyone. Very good. And whoever gets the least stars, they switch with you because they land on that freaking thing, and then you just oh man, that'll make you hate Mario. I play as Peach every single time, and I purposely have the computer as Mario. And I dog Mario every <laughs> single time. I purposely go after Mario. Girl power. Huh? Girl power. Girl power. <laughs> her name hey, is. Hey, her. Her. That's right. <laughs> Shout out Alex Grant. We're in your office again. <laughs> <laughs>